Hello and welcome to the Be Better podcast where we believe every area of your life has a little more potential you can tap into and that it is completely possible and available for you to get a little bit better in every area of your life. I am your host, Clarissa Parody, and I have trained and worked in the world of business strategy, leadership, and performance. And I am the person who believes and creates success where there appears to be ceilings. We are so excited to have you here. And if you are the type of person who wants to get a little better, whether it's in your personal life, your professional life, your love life, you are in the right place. And we can't wait to have you join us. It is a great day to change your life. Let's go. We're back. I was worried today was not going to happen. I'm making things possible and I actually shifted the entire topic for today. I'm really grateful that sometimes life lifes you and you can do something about it and find a little nugget of wisdom through your own inner world of reflection, some introspection, and you come out on the other side and you're like, hot damn, next time will be even better. You can life me again, life, and next time I'll respond even better. So today's topic is all about getting derailed, (laughs) getting taken out, cut off at the knees, things go sideways, everything takes a left turn when it should have turned right, and how to get back on track. We are going to look at what personally derails you. Now, this is powerful regardless of whether it's in your personal life, your professional life, your love life. If you know and understand you a little better, you're going to be able to exercise personal leadership and you're going to come out the other side, someone who's more competent and capable of managing themselves. The only person who can take care of, handle, manage, moderate, mediate you is you. Let's tap in and tune in to that and get this show on the road. Okay. What hasn't really shown up in my podcast is that I'm really silly. (laughs) I am playful and weird. And when I talk about things I'm super passionate about, there's a level of intensity that can come out of me uh, that can sound a little bit like ranty, ragey yelling. (laughs) And the truth is the person I'm ranty, ragey yelling at is not you. It is me. This entire experience so far has been an exercise in personal development, which I'm a huge fan of. Anyways, I think if you're not growing, you're dying. So why not grow? Why not grow? I don't want to get stagnant and stanky. I want to get better. Also, why the podcast is named what it's named. Okay, diving in, getting derailed. We're going to go over some questions, prompts, uh, ideas to get you started on really understanding what the heck takes you out. Because sometimes it's going to be super obvious and sometimes you're going to ask yourself, what even happened? What even happened there? Then we're going to talk about steps you can take to prepare for it. I'm actually just going to ask you questions you're going to answer for yourself because I literally can't prescribe that for you. You are your own magician in this show. I'm just here to hold space for your magic. And then we're going to talk about bouncing back. So now that you'll know what the F takes you out, you know how you've now done a little bit of work to prepare for it. We're going to talk about getting you back in the game as fast as possible because regardless of you, the time will pass and you can either be a participant in that time that's passing or you can be a spectator. 
And the choice is yours. There's not a right wrong. I just know for me that I want the most out of life and that I, I know, I know that participation is the source of vitality. So if you want to feel alive, filled, meaningful, purposeful, excited, full of love, joy, and, and experience the full range of human emotions, including outrageous frustration, anger, sadness, all of the things that life has to offer. You want to experience the fullness of your humanity. At least I do. So participation is a source of vitality for that. And then we're going to look at finding other tips and tricks to get you back into the world of success. Because the truth is, success leaves clues. It's not a mystery. It's figureoutable. It's figureoutable. Okay, getting derailed. Ooh, this started because I got derailed. <laughs> What the F takes you out? What the F takes you out? So I'm going to ask some questions. You can listen to it, rewind it, see where uh, you land with it. But we're going to work through this as, as I also share what happened to me that got me almost not performing. I'm in the purgatory of being derailed. Performance purgatory. I am just miserable to be around. No one, I, if anyone likes being around me when I'm like that, I don't know who you are. I don't want to be around me when I'm like that. And I know I'm better in every way when I'm seeing progress. Okay, so what took me out? Well, this time, surprise, surprise, it was time. Time took me out. I had a plan. I had a schedule. I have some pretty aggressive deadlines. I have some pretty intense goals. And I really work to make sure I put things in my calendar so that I have a structure for success. I like time chunking. I like giving myself some white space so that I can have some flexibility. And somehow none of that worked out this week. It just didn't happen. Mostly because there were, I, I'll like, I would like to blame the full moon. Is that something I can blame? I, I had one night where I have an animal You've seen him make appearances if you've watched the video episodes of my podcast. Sweet angel of an inherited pet he is. Decided he would like attention all night long. And as a result, I didn't sleep. And I had commitments, so I still went about my day. But it did mean in the evening when I was like, this is my sacred podcast recording time. I couldn't do it. I said, what do you need, body? You don't, you don't feel, you don't feel so good right now. What's going on? My body's like, she needs to rest. So she rested and she thought it would be 15 minutes, turns out three hours. So that abolished my evening. And I woke up and thought it was the next day. I uh, discovered it wasn't. It was like, okay, well, evidently this isn't going to go as I had planned. Is there something else I can do right now? I did it. I found some items that I could get done that I, I knew I needed to get off the list. I just knew I wasn't in a space to be creative, generative, and and speak freely and in a fun, energetic way in front of a camera. I was like, no problem. I have tomorrow. You know, that place that we never get to is always there and is forever evading us. So tomorrow became today. <laughs> today happens. And I shifted my day. I made a choice that I knew, that I knew would would suck the productivity right out of my life. And I made that choice because I thought, no, 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 not this time. This, I 
am impervious to my environment. I will not be taken out. I can do anything anywhere. And the truth is, I actually know where I perform my best. I know best. I know how to set myself up. So I perform my best. And I chose to ignore all of that, probably for some hedonistic reason, like enjoyment and a change of scenery, and sacrificed my productivity and generated restlessness in myself. So I got derailed because of time. I got derailed because I changed my schedule because I have a a structure that usually creates success for me. And I threw that out the window and thought, you know what, I'll just adjust it for today. And I didn't give myself the tools I could have used to make myself successful in that environment. And I also knew that environment wasn't going to support me because there's other things happening in it. And so I, I felt like I lost hours. I mean, the hours still happened. I still got stuff done, just not in the same way I wanted to. I also didn't get a lot of quiet white space that I require when I'm being creative and I'm thinking. I didn't get that. So I drew a line in the sand and I said, I am annoyed. I am irritated. I am, I, I can't, I need to be productive. This is not serving me and I'm now pissed. And so I leave, I come back to my home. I get everything ready and set up and I'm <laughs> still angry. I am still frustrated. I am still pissed. And I'm like, okay, I, there's no, how am I supposed to record something meaningful, impactful that could make a contribution to someone if I'm in this state? It's not useful. So I absolutely got taken out. I absolutely got taken out. I got taken out because my schedule wasn't aligned. I lost an evening. I got taken out because I chose an environment that in so many ways serves me, but in other ways just is it doesn't, it's not conducive to the kind of productivity I needed to have. And I was frustrated as if I shouldn't have been frustrated, as if it should have just worked when I knew full well what would work better or was more likely to create an outcome. And so what was I really upset about? Was it really the environment? Was it really the fact that I wasn't productive, as productive as I could have been? Or was I just full on mad at myself for making a decision that could have been different? Well, even if I was mad at myself, that's a waste of friggin' time. Make a new choice. Okay, so what takes you out? Is it time? Is it when you're interrupted? Is it when you're not sleeping well? What takes you out? What makes you either apathetic or lethargic or angry or resistant to getting into the world of performance? You're like, I just can't do this anymore. You throw up your hands. Is it when you have too many emails and you just don't know where to start when your task list is huge? What takes you out? Is it a bad phone call? Is it your Tuesday check-in meetings that are just awful? Is it when your boss calls? Is it when your flights are delayed? Is it when all of a sudden new plans are at? What takes you out? And some of these are going to be obvious. And what's interesting, what you might find as you're going through this, as you're thinking about it, is that they probably just haven't taken you out once. It's probably been on repeat. I will just publicly apologize to all of my family, specifically my sisters and my friends, if I've ever unleashed on you for messing up my schedule. (laughs) It's not a you thing. It's a me thing. I'm much better now. I'm way more agile. Minus today. (laughs) Minus today. I've gotten better. There's lots of room for improvement over here. Other things that might take you out 
might be things that are smaller. What was missing for me if I don't have it that I can't perform? Maybe it's a hair elastic. Maybe it's your cup of coffee. What derails you? Like if you don't have it, what derails you? These can sometimes be almost considered rituals. Just think of anything that you're like, if I don't have this, my performance is lessened. My performance is lessened. Maybe it's temperature. Maybe the temperature of your workspace matters. If it's in your relationships, if you're thinking of this in the context of your marriage or your or your relationship with your significant other, is it when you don't feel heard by that person or you feel criticized by that person? Is it when you don't meaningfully connect? Like what takes you out of intimacy and being cherishing? Be- depending on the area of life you're looking at, whether it is your personal performance, whether it is your performance inside of your career, your business, or how it's working in your most intimate and closest relationship, there are going to be different answers and there's going to be overlap when he or she doesn't show up on time or changes plans last minute or can't commit. Maybe it's when they don't deliver up on a promise, forget about time. They said they would shovel the walks and they didn't, or they said they'd water the garden and they didn't. But what takes you out and stops you from being in the cherishing, connected side of your relationship or respectful and loving side of your relationship? What takes you out? These are just little things that if we're not attentive to, it's like what happened in that bitterness podcast. All of a sudden these events stack up, stack up, stack up. And we've changed them from it's an, it's an event that, it ha- that has happened and it all of a sudden becomes a belief that this thing is always true when we don't realize, again, it's something that is handleable, that is figureoutable, and we're just not in the world of communication or creating workability. Okay, so we now know some of the things that take you out. Now, if you were to look at that list and say, okay, if I was to be prepared for this, because it's going to happen, there's a very good chance you are going to be derailed again. There's a very good chance it's going to happen. There are going to be actions and steps you can take to ensure that you are prepared so that when the derailment inevitably happens, your suffering is lessened. Your suffering is lessened. And what else is amazing about this is that you can actually use this preparedness sheet or list something you can use to enhance your performance on a daily basis, regardless, (laughs) regardless, regardless. If you want to set yourself up for success, these are the things that you know will provide you with a structure that will provide you with some level of uh, of ease of a container that, that fosters your productivity, that gets you in the zone, in the game, and leverage it. Okay. What takes me out is when I feel stressed the F out, when I feel in overwhelm. And that to-do list is bananas long and I just, I can't even imagine. I don't even know where to start because it's so big. So what helps me is I take, I literally dump my brain onto a piece of paper. Anything that comes out of my head ends up on the sheet so that I no longer have to have it sitting on the back burner of my brain. I can just go in, I can just look at the list. I know that lists make me better so that my brain isn't on this hamster wheel and isn't constant. Look, at if you guys are on the video, we now have a guest. Please don't hit the mic. Oh dear. Well, okay. So those of you who are watching, look, this is, this is our mascot. His name is Dip. Oh, hi. 
He's very affectionate. Uh, you can sit there. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, sir. And I could lock him up. If I put him in a room, what derails me even more is his scream meows. And so I know that if I've had to develop, develop new strategies for managing getting interrupted by an animal. <laughs> he just gave me a death glare. So I know that it makes more sense for me to brain dump everything, put it out on a list. It makes sense to have the cat roam freely and let him sit on my lap. I also know things that make me happy are seven different types of hydration. I've got one right here. I also know that doing fun things beforehand really helps me. So getting out of that high stress state, helping reduce some of that cortisol, bringing some creativity and blood flow. So before this, uh, I did some movement. I did some sun salutations and I also baked almond flour cookies. I don't even really eat a lot of cookies, but I made them and I had a dance party in my kitchen and it was awesome. So knowing what helps, what I can be prepared for when I get derailed, so when I get upset or frustrated, I know that a candle like calms me down because the flame seems really peaceful. And I know that being hydrated makes me feel really good. And I know that, you know, dancing around in my kitchen and making cookies seems like a waste of time. But if I really look at it, it took me 25 minutes, changed my entire state and got me back into the world of performance. So knowing that I had already been frustrated and knowing what counteracts that is really powerful. So the other things I look at is I chunk my calendar. So although I did that this week and it didn't pan out, part of my preparedness is, did I leave any extra white space? White space for me means free time that I can do whatever I want, but it is scheduled. And no one can have it but me, which sounds very, very luxurious and sometimes is. If your life looks a little different, maybe you have children, maybe you have a spouse, maybe you are responsible for the care of a, a parent or a grandparent and things look different, it's still important wherever you can to schedule, even if it's 10 minutes of white space where whatever, whether it's stillness or something that you need to get done gets done, you have some white space in your calendar. You need agility because life is unpredictable. Life is unpredictable. What else can you be prepared for? I look at my calendar and I project manage it. I'm like, okay, when is the milestone? When is the deadline? What needs to be done by when? And do a work back. We've also talked about lists. We've also talked about environmental things. So I know what my environment is needed to be to be successful. So if you know what takes you out and you were to ask yourself, how can I prepare for this? If I know this is going to come, that would make it easier to handle. What would it be? If I know sometimes my spouse gets really upset coming home after work and the kitchen's a mess, how can I prepare for this? Or if I know my spouse needs 15 minutes of downtime, but I want immediate attention, how can I prepare for this? And you'll find that you might actually be able to start responding in a way that makes your life easier. Again, there is so much suffering that you don't need to experience. You don't need to have Suffering is part of life, but it also isn't always necessary in every single circumstance. The bounce back. I like bouncing back. I like bouncing back quickly. I like, I would love to pretend it just never happened, but that's not who I am. I I went for lunch uh, with a friend and he bluntly reminded me that even how I was trying to say that I don't analyze everything, he's like, even how you thought about it, even how you thought 
thought about it was analyzing. And I was like, okay, so I can really get caught up in the thinking game. I love figuring things out. I like looking at things from a systems perspective. How does one thing affect another thing, affect another thing, affect another thing? So how do I get back in the game? So knowing what takes me out and having that level of preparedness of the things that I can do that will get me, that will soften the derailing, it also provided me access for ways to get back in the game. So I talked a little bit about it earlier, but today after all of the things didn't work the way I wanted them to work, the way I thought they should work because I have expectations, here's another fun fact, expectations will kill you. You can have standards. Standards are great, but expectations, having very clearly defined expectations for exactly how things should roll out, you will often find yourself chronically disappointed. And it's not that you shouldn't have expectations. You just should know how to manage your reactions to your expectations. And my sister pointed this out to me today. Sometimes when we hear manage, we think stifle, we think control. That does not what manage means when we say manage your responses, manage your emotions. It means what needs to be done to deal with them in a healthy and productive way. And sometimes we just march forward without acknowledging and processing. We can actually let it imprint itself on forward-facing events. And it can be really, really tough on you. How do you get back in the game? Being prepared for it. You have to know you well with depth. You have to have some also breadth to it so that you're able to say what works. I have a playlist that at some point, all of those songs were able to put me in a good mood in eight measures. Fantastic. So excited. That playlist, I think, has now 72 songs. And sometimes I'm hitting next, 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 until one hits that can boost my mood, bring out my energy. And again, this isn't to distract, but I'm looking for a change of state. So what gets me back in the game, sometimes if I'm feeling a little lethargic, I'm like, okay, well, my environment is feeling a little slow, a little stale. What can I do about it? What gets me back in the game? Okay, music. What also gets me back in the game is nature. I went out for dinner a couple weeks ago with uh, two of my friends and I was telling one of them, I was like, I'm just in such a great mood. I am so cheery. Life is, I feel on top of the world right now. And she looks at me and she goes, Clarissa, you've gone on nature walks for the last two days. It's <laughs> like, oh yeah, those really bring out the vibrancy and vitality in me. And it works. And I know that. And right now where I live, we're still in a, in a polar vortex and it's, Uh, minus 35 degrees Celsius with wind chill at night. So that is, it's very cold. And so I I don't find myself in as long of walks or enjoying nature as much. I kind of get through it. And that doesn't necessarily bring out the best in me. It can help. But when I get a chance to be present to the grandness of nature, and I'm one of those people that looks at trees and and thinks, oh my goodness, as high as you are upward, you are as deep and wide downward. If you haven't read The Secret Life of Trees and in any way trees interest you, even if they don't interest you, perhaps you're like, can trees be interesting? The Secret Life of Trees. I think I've listened to it three times because I find it so fascinating. 
Audible was a fantastic use of technology. I love it. I love it. So that's the other thing that helps me bounce back is things that pour into me. So exciting books, podcasts, Sometimes I leave and listen to fiction just to change the pace. I hang out with family, whatever gets me back in the game. Sometimes I also do uh, future proofing. Like I know uh, things went sideways, but what can I do if I was to look at the next four hours and I was to future proof it? What would, what are the things I need to do to make sure this goes well? Okay, I turned my phone on to not disturb. I turned on all of the lights so I'm surrounded by photons just everywhere. I do the things that bring out the best me to, to create that bounce back. Sometimes it's also mindset. You know, ask yourself, if you continue to think the thoughts you're thinking, will you stay in the current state you're in? Often the answer is yes. Know that your thoughts can really influence your emotions. Your emotions can influence your state. And if you want to bounce back and get in the game, your thoughts are important. Your thoughts are important. So if you were to think in a way that would get you back in the game, what would you be thinking? What would you be thinking? I'd be thinking, I can do this. This is figure outable. Other people have figured this out. There's a way. There's a way. There has to be a way. There's always a way. There's always a way. What's the way? Let the way be revealed. And that really gets me into the space of curiosity and play, which we did talk about in podcast one. If you uh, haven't listened to that episode, it also probably would provide you some insight on how to access some more of those things that you don't even know you want to have access to the things that you've told yourself that you cannot have that aren't available to you because that's not true. That's not true. So go listen to Sneak Peek, which is also episode one of season one. And it'll also help you play the game of the bounce back and the getting more of what you want in life. Finally, success leaves clues. If you've listened to these two areas, like what derails you and we've asked the questions, you know, what takes you out? What what are some examples and, it, and, you're, and then, then we looked at, you know, now that you know some examples, what are some things you can do to stop that from taking you out? And you're like, okay, well, that was kind of helpful. And then we looked at what gets you back in the game. So you, you now know how to be prepared for it. Can you use any of those items as things that will maximize your success in any area that you're choosing to focus on? How can you bring those to life? And are there other things outside of those that you've listed that would make it better. If you're not there and you're like, I still need more ideas. Don't worry. We got you. Success leaves clues. Success leaves clues. Think about a time you were super successful or think about someone you know that's done something that you're like, wow, that is something I would love to replicate. That marathon, that marriage, that movie they made, whatever it is. What did they do? What were they thinking? Or if you can tap in and tune into a time that you were wildly successful or had results or achieved something, it will provide a line of sight for you. What were you doing? What were the things you were saying to yourself as you were pursuing that goal, that vision, that idea, that thought? What were you wearing? What did you do the night before? Who were you around? What were some of your beliefs? And you can literally answer all of these questions. What were your results like? Were they fast? Did you run into obstacles? What happened when you ran into obstacles? What brought things forward for you? How did you leverage your resources? What were the things you were doing outside of that? Were you really physically active at that time? Were you really focused on hydration? Did you find yourself, was that a time in your life where you were reading every day? Success leaves clues. 
So if you think about a time you were successful, the results you achieved, and you can list all the results. So in that time of my life, I was promoted. I finished my master's. I got accepted to a new program. I hired my first assistant. I did all these things. Okay, those were your results. Great. When you were doing those results, when you were achieving those results, what was happening? Well, I knew I needed support and I knew I couldn't do it by myself. So I made the decision to hire someone. Great. What did you believe? I believed the right person would come along that would bring me forward. Okay, great. What were you saying to yourself? I can figure this out. I have never hired someone before, but I'm sure I can write a job description. Okay, where do I post a job job description? Where are the best candidates? Okay, I'll figure it out. Is there anyone I know that could help me with this? Did you seek mentors? And you'll find yourself listing things out that you can bring forward and have them as generalizable tools and you can use in any situation. So when you're stuck in the bounce back part where you're like, you're almost bouncing back, but the nature walk didn't quite do it, you can look at your success formula. One of the things I've learned about myself is when I have been successful, I have decided, I made a decision somewhere along the way I decided I was doing my master's. It's like absolutely the program for me. I decided. I decided I was going into a new career that would show, that would level up my experience of real estate. I really loved buildings. I wanted to know more about assets. I was like, this is it. I'm so excited. When I decided I was running a half marathon, I didn't even run a 5K. Like, what was I thinking? But I decided it was doable. Other people had done it. Why couldn't I do it? I also researched, uh, or I mean, people will argue on what the word research means. I looked into things and read about things and learned about things. So I read, I went and I looked at the marathon or the half marathon I was interested in running. And I looked at all the time paces for people in my age category. And I looked at the average time and I was like, okay, well, that's the, actually I looked at, is it the median? the most repeated middle number, whatever that one is. I was like, okay, okay. I, at the time, was in reasonable shape. I was like, okay, this is this is kind of an area to hit because I didn't know what I was going for. Sometimes also, though, bear in mind that not knowing things for certain or things that we think we actually know can actually be in the way of achieving what is remarkably possible. So don't get too tied up in marathon times or half marathon times. Maybe you could blow past it and surprise yourself. Who knows? So success leaves clues. Look at those things. Find what has you performing at your best. Did you have an office? Did it, was it sunshiny? Were you working outside? I had one of the most successful years of my life when I wasn't working in an office, when I was working on my porch that faced east and I was working with the sunrise, sometimes in a parka. (laughs) And I was so creative and I got so much done. And again, success leaves clues. So I'm really, I'm clear that my environment matters. I'm clear that nature is a huge resource for me. I am clear that when I'm physically active, the rest of my life works better. So that is part of my success formula. Yours might look a little different. Ooh, the other thing, love me lipstick. I don't know what it is. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Some people call it and blame it on the patriarchy. But here's the truth is I love it. I don't really care. And when I have a color of lipstick that I love, 
I feel more vibrant, more energetic. I feel like it reveals my personality a little bit and I can be bold, brave, and all in with ease. It's like a, a super suit or a security blanket, whatever. But success leaves clues. And if, if it's going to bring out a better version of me, put on the Fenty lipstick and roll, run, roll with it. Just go. Uh, or if you're not a lipstick wearer, perhaps it's a fragrance. Perhaps it's the suit. Perhaps you had to detail your car and you now feel like you can, you can take over the world. Whatever it is for you. We will wrap that up. That is really all you need to know to get started. I love having you here. I love having you all on the journey with me. I'm thrilled. And let's keep this on track. If you have ideas, suggestions, feedback, guest nominations, heck, nominate yourself. We will provide you with a form. You can email hello at clarissaparity.com and we'll get you set up. Or you can Instagram DM me at Clarissa Dawn. Other things that are coming down the pipe, if you want to stay tuned and watch for, is I have client spaces that will be opening in February. So if you are into the world of performance, you're into the world of leadership, this is something that you're like, I'd like to be better at life in general or be better at something specific. There are opportunities up and coming for you. Do jump on those relatively quickly. They do fill fast. And also watch for upcoming workshops. Those dates have not been announced yet. We are sorting some things out in the back end, but we would love to have you there. If this podcast has landed with you, served you, provided value, or you believe you know someone that it will do that for, please share it, leave a review. Uh, this really tells people what it's about and what they can get from it. And it gives the platforms an indication of that, whether or not it's serving people in the way that it's intended to. Thank you again so much. I cannot wait to see you next time. Take care.